Welcome to Next Level Healing. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Perry. For 25 years, I've helped professionals, first responders, celebrities, Olympians, teachers, moms, dads, and people just like you achieve their results better and faster than they thought possible. This is where measurable modern science meets the quantum. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive right in. Hey, everybody. I am here with Matthew Ace Hegarty. We met at the Joe Spenza event. And, uh, he's doing incredible things in the world. And I'm so grateful to have him here because um, he's um, an accomplished businessman who's expanded into all kinds of personal development in a really cool way. Um, and the thing I love about working with Joe Dispenza people, and I encourage as many people to do Dr. Joe's work as possible, because once you get that energetic terrain and that heart and brain coherence, everything happens better. But um, they already understand how powerful the subconscious mind is. And many of them are just like, yeah, this is great. And there's just this one thing that I've really been struggling with, you know, can you help me? And it tends to just fall together really nicely. Um, what was it when we met that you went, oh, that's interesting. I want to try this. Well, when we first met, it was at the Joe Sanza event. And I think we met the first day. And all I remember was your energy. Oh. In specifically, because it was just, you were just this radiant light of energy. And that mixed with everybody at the Dispenza event and everything. It just, I didn't know what I was getting into when I first got there, but it just blew my mind. And we, for anybody who knows anything about Dr. Joe Dispenza or his work, nothing like it. It's all about energy, right? Yeah. And uh, I'll save my impression of, of Dr. Joe. Uh, on I'm like, time. Well, I got to see that. Okay. Well, yeah. We're going to catch that at the end. But it, it's just one of those things for me, like I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm uh, an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and that part of my life, I, you know, this, I used to be Buddhist for many years and I don't recall that. So that's very interesting. So it's kind of, you've been on the path. I've been on the path. Yeah. It started probably about 12 years ago when my parents passed. Mm -hmm. And at that point, that's point in your life like well for hopefully for most people they start asking bigger questions mm -hmm. and that's kind of what led me down that i'll save everybody the story but when i went back to dispensa being a christian man myself it just completely clicked with me it was like a missing puzzle piece in all of this and my background as you know is in structural engineering i'm very big on science and math and all of those things um, which is crazy because consciousness is about spirituality. And it, and isn't it nice that there's now coming a, 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 a connect, as Joe says, uh, science is the modern day language of mysticism. Yeah. And we know an author in common, Mark Gober, he's bringing those two things together really well. Yep. In fact, previous interviews that we did uh, was with Mark. And um, it's so exciting to me, this time that we're living in where you can actually measure yeah, so results of all this stuff. Yeah, it, it's incredible because, as we know, living in a Western society, it's all about well, you know, what do the numbers say? What did the doctors say? Where's the proof of all of that? Right. Whether whether it's good or bad, you know, that's a huge part of it. So I really respect guys like Mark Gober and obviously Doctor uh, Joe Dispenza for what they're doing because they're measuring everything that's going on when people have these sorts of 
mystical experiences or meditations and things like that. And being a Christian man myself, I'm actually super excited about everything that's going on because the more I learn, you would think the more you learn about science and, and uh, more Eastern type of religions, like through meditation and things like that, you think that would pull me further away, but it actually gets me closer to my faith and closer to my beliefs. And so when I left that Dispenza uh, event, I saw closer to God than I ever had before. I am so glad you're saying this because I, I think that's really one of the hallmarks of this is removing filters. Um, I don't I don't think God wants us to live with filters that are untrue and and fake and hold us back and limit us. Um, oh, I agree. I agree. My you know from my whole past of you know my journey really in life started like two years ago businesses were starting to fail. My marriage was failing. My whole life was kind of unraveling at that point. And so what I did is I discovered people like Dr. Andrew Huberman and all these neuroscientists, because that was something for me that was very relatable. Science, I understood the nervous system, but I didn't understand it to the point that you could use these innate powers that everybody's born with Yeah. to, you know, obviously varying degrees, but, you know, certain things like neurochemicals and things like that. That's just the laws of, of nature of who we are. And so that's kind of how I got into this whole thing. How it started for me was just discovering how powerful my body was. And uh, oh, what did Jesus say? You have the power within you to heal more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And like, yeah, just relating to just different parts of scripture, all of these things come from it. Yeah. And so it just blows my mind time and time and time again. Um, you know, I've been really taking a deep dive into consciousness and so much of it is just have faith, let go, just project it out there, ask for it, and then bring it back in. And just all these laws of energy and how everything works. And then the crazy experiences I had up at a dispensa event, it just, there's too much that goes on in life that can't be explained. And now we are starting to explain it but yeah, I think just having the basic fundamentals of my faith are the same fundamentals that you find, whether it's someone who's Buddhist or someone who practices Hinduism or Judaism or any of those, or none of them. If they're a spiritual person, I think we're all seeking the same thing. We're all looking for the same thing. It's just, there's obviously, like you said, you say all the time, there's so many different paths that you can take. But they're all, we're all trying to get to the same destination. And Mark Grover has that wonderful table in his book that shows the golden rule in like every single religion around the world. Yeah. And why is that important? Because if quantum physics is true, then, and there's a lot to support that. And yeah. Mark Grover really does a great job of capturing that as well. But uh, then how you treat somebody, it's not being a good person that makes that important. It's yeah. that you are literally treating yourself that way. Yeah. Whatever goes out comes back. Yeah. The seeds that you sow are what you reap. So it all comes back to the same truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what were you struggling with when we met that you thought, okay, this is something I want to try? Yeah. So when, when we had met, this was probably a good year or so into my transformation. Mm -hmm. And I took the Tony Robbins approach, which is very much action-based 
I Results. love Tony Robbins, and I always tell people there's a reason he gets a million dollars for eight hours of his time. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's figured out, you know, like, uh, was it a, Plato or Aristotle said, give me a lever long enough and I can move the world? Yeah. Well, Tony's figured out how to leverage stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's the master of it. And that's the key to, or one of the significant keys of changing is that you just have to have a big enough lever um, to bring about change in your own life because if you are behaving a certain way there there is a there is something that you are you know a box that you're taking off there you just in your subconscious you really don't want to be taking off that box you really want to be taking off that box right that leads to better outcomes yeah exactly and so for all the success i was having within that year all the things i was doing how i was changing my life you know, i did insane things I, I wrote my first book and got it published i hiked my first like snow-covered mountain. Um, you started a podcast. Started a podcast, all of these things. Called? Oh, uh, Superhero by Design. Beautiful. And it was just some, this incredible journey. But then once I hit the dispenser of that, all of these like deep-rooted issues started coming back up. Mm. And I had done such a great job of transforming who I was not only physically, but also from the inside out. And all of that is great, but I was at a Tony event and uh, Dr. Is it, is it Dr. Ko? Yes, uh, Master Ko. Or sorry, Master Ko um, came out and he had sent something and it just stuck with me. He was like, incantations are great. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. And that's like the, one of the biggest knocks on Tony Robbins is like incantations. Yeah. And, and Dr. Or uh, Master Cope on a Tony event was like, all of that stuff's great, but it's not going to work if those incantations, all those things are little fish. And there's this big fish that keeps going around. And every time you do an incantation, that big fish eats that little fish. I actually have a slide in my digital presentation that is a big fish eating the yeah. little fish. And, uh, you know, the, you're right. It's that thing swimming around in the subconscious mind that is eating all the little positive things that you want to have uh, grow. And okay, so that landed with you and you thought, okay, I got to get the big fish. I got to get the big fish. And then I obviously met you at the event and I talked to quite a few people that were familiar with uh, Dr. Joe's work and all of that. And meditation is a great practice. In my opinion, it needs to be a discipline that I have for the rest of my life. It's totally fundamental. Yeah. And whether people do it through prayer, they do it through different types of meditation. I think having that kind of practice, it should be a, a staple of everybody's lives. hundred percent. However, nutrition and exercise yeah. and exactly, exactly. Being kind to people, being kind to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so with that said, essentially, that has become a part of my life. But then talking to you and how you're able to get down into somebody's subconscious like that in it and really just, and it's not even a shortcut, but you do something that I've never heard or seen or experienced that anybody has done. And that's really just getting down to that subconscious. And the more that I've learned, the more that you've taught me and that I've also learned from other people is once you can get into that subconscious, that irrational brain, that frontal lobe gets turned off and you're not saying whether I accept this or not, whatever the subconscious hears, 
it takes us the truth, mm-hmm. which could be a double-edged sword, obviously, but I trust you and I have seen your results and they speak for themselves, by the way. But yeah, being able to do what you do, get down to the subconscious almost immediately and being able to rewire somebody from the subconscious rather than from the conscious to the subconscious, because there's a lot of people that can do that as well, but it takes a lot of time. And why not, why not cut to the chase? All right. Boy, you really described that really well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, it, there's a lot of people in this space. There's a lot of people that work with consciousness and a lot of them will say, just work on the conscious level and it'll make its way to the subconscious, which can happen. But if you, it's it's hard. Yeah. Do you want to take a a horse and buggy across the U.S. or do you want to take a Ferrari, right? Well, as scientists have shown, you know, consciousness is five to 10% of your brain and the subconscious is 90 to 95%. So if the conscious one, it's like the tip of an iceberg. If the tip of the iceberg wants to go one direction, but that giant base wants to go in another direction, who's going to win that war? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So for me, this is just finding out what's driving that big giant base of the iceberg and go, oh, I don't really want to be going that direction. I want to go in that direction because it's safer. Mm-hmm. It's better for me. Um, and then once you get the subconscious mind to see that, it'll, it's like riding an elephant. Yeah. Uh, if, if the elephant thinks there's a forest fire over there and you want it to go there for your reasons... You know, the elephant needs to understand there's not a forest fire over there. That's actually safety. Yeah. And going in that direction is a great idea. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the trainer. There you go, right? You have quick <laughs> You are the part of the iceberg that's under the water. Yeah. That's where you work. Yeah. Uh, and you are the driver. I mean, of course, I always tell people I can't make anybody think anything they don't want to think or believe anything they don't want to believe. Would you find that that's consistent? I would say so. I would say so. One of the things you told me before we started working together was what's the level of change that you want to make? Like how much do you want to make the change and how willing are you to go through the process of this? And I feel like no matter what you do, whether you're seeing a psychologist or you're um, doing whatever kind of therapy you like, if if you don't have that level, then nothing's going to work. 100%. And so I think, I feel like that is a huge component and um, people aren't going to be wanting to change until they're ready to change. 100%. Robin says, you know, decisions, changes are made in an instant, but how long does it take you to get to that point? Right. So uh, I think, and you explained that too, like not everybody's going to be a good fit. Yep. And as much as people want to change, you have to be selective too. And I completely understand and respect that because if I wasn't completely ready, then me going through this process, it might've worked in the short term, maybe, but it wouldn't be a long-term change. Well, what I find is that people run up against a wall. That's scary. Um, mm-hmm. there, there is an element of fear because it's the unknown and, and the, that reptilian giant part of your brain doesn't want to go into the unknown. Yeah. We're very wired to safety and familiarity. So when we start firing and wiring and our brain starts releasing different chemicals, the brain's like, and Dr. Joe talks about this too. The brain's like, wait, 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 what's going on? I, I got to go back to that familiar thing. Yeah. Even if the path that it's going to is, is wonderful. So the trick is to just have enough dedication from the person involved 
so that they're willing to make that transition um, and continue to take those steps in the direction of their goals and dreams. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, making this a daily practice too, right? Mm-hmm. The sessions are amazing, and every session there's going to be breakthroughs, mm-hmm. and you're going to make a tremendous amount of progress. But if you're not following that, mm-hmm. it up mm-hmm. every day. Yep. Listening to the audio that you give us, working through your journal, you know, the work isn't over. Yeah. It's not like take a pill and be done with it. Right. You definitely have to be an active participant. Like if you were learning to play a new sport or learn a language or something, it just takes consistency. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's unfortunate that I feel like we live in a society too that is really big on the quick fix, take the pill. And growing up in an addiction family myself, like taking pills, medications, those quick fixes, they don't solve the root of the issue. They might take care of symptoms, but what's the root cause of that? And that's why I know your, your, uh, your work is called root trauma therapy because you're getting to the root of what's yep. going on and you can't make a change over the long term if you're just treating the symptoms. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that everyone just wants the symptoms because they don't want to put in the work or change their life or maybe do something different, even though it's going to lead them to a much more happy, fulfilling, purposeful life. Right? It's it's a scary thing to change. People rather be comfortable with the hell they know than the heaven that they don't. Well said. And a big part of what you're describing is people's tendency to want to fall asleep because they don't want to see what's really going on. They don't want to experience what's really going on. So th- that's that element of courage. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, trust me, like sports, alcohol, television, all those things, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people just keep themselves distracted. So what was the issue that you were pushing up against? What was, what did it feel like? And at what point in the process did you realize, okay, this is working for me? Yeah, I would say some of the biggest things that that I was working through was self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't call self-hatred, but it wasn't self-love. Mm-hmm. And just those voices that are in my head, I call them saboteurs. There's a great book called Positive Intelligence that kind of personifies, you know, the angel and the devil. Mm-hmm. And so... I call them saboteurs and they were just, no matter what I was doing, no matter how I was changing, no matter how disciplined I was being in my everyday life, they would still win the battle. They would still win the fight every day and I would brush them off and continue moving forward. But it got to a point that I was just, I was exhausted. I was tired. Yeah. I felt like I was waking up every morning and and I would start off in fight or flight. Yep. And that's how I would live my entire day. And then from working with you, just one, I think it was the last time we worked together, just finding that calming, peaceful love and the, um, the energy that we had found. I think we called him or I called him bear. And he looked like Jesus, but he was just sitting next to me and just guiding me. He just wants to hold my hand and just, um, just appreciate the creation that I am and my ability 
to just have other people feel that as well. And for me, I think our third session, that last session was the biggest change for me because everything going on around in the 3D world is still doing what it's doing here. People are fighting, things are crazy, economy this, money that. And I just don't worry about those things anymore. Like they're they're around here all the time, but I just focus on moving forward and doing it um, to the best of my abilities and whatever happens is going to happen. The chips will fall as they may, but it's the first time since I really started taking control of my life that I feel like I'm giving up that control, but now that's allowed me to be more in control of my life. I know it does a bit sound back. Well, no, it's actually really well described. Thank you. Yeah, because control's an illusion. Yeah. And if we cling to that illusion, it's stressful and exhausting. Yeah. And by letting go and letting God, yep. uh, then you can live in the present moment and move through it without being stressed out by it all the time. Yeah. That sounds like what you're describing. Well, I've lived long enough and have experienced enough that every day there's just going to be something. It might be big, it might be small. You know, it's, it's the meaning we give to it. So if you take away that power from it and take your power back, then you can propel yourself forward in a good, healthy way. Because I was propelling myself forward, but I wouldn't say it was in the most healthy way, especially psychologically, especially mentally. Yes, physically, I was eating well, dropping weight, exercising, building muscle, all of those fantastic things. But anyone that follows um, Dr. Joe or anybody in that space, they know that your mental health is actually way more important to you than what you eat and exercise. Obviously, those are necessary, but if your mental health isn't there, then everything else well, and as Tony, Tony Robbins says, 80% of success is here. Yeah. And this is actually, again, why I'm really happy that, you know, you're a businessman here on the show, because um, I think this is uniquely suitable for businessmen mm-hmm. or anybody who wants to accomplish in the world that doesn't want to be in therapy weekly forever. Uh, somebody who's accomplishment oriented, somebody that just wants to go and solve the problem. And well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I would say so. Like, I don't want to knock therapists because I know they're, no, it's, they're in the right place. Well, and, 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 and people do get value. So if you're one of those people who do get value, great. Yeah, I always say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've been over the years, I've been in therapy for, for years. Mm-hmm. And there's good therapists and there's the opposite side of the spectrum. And just from my experience, many different therapists over years, I never would get results. I would feel better. And emotionally, it was helping. But at the same time, being a man, and I, I could say, you know, pretty confidently that like a lot of men aren't taught how to talk about their feelings. Uh, are talk feeling emotion is very foreign to us. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. And so therapy and seeing the therapist allowed the opportunity for me to open up, feel some feelings, talk about my emotions, but it was once a week or once every other week or what have you. And if you're not living your life more fully by feeling your emotions, that's a great thing about meditation is you can really feel those emotions coming 
through you and being able to discuss your emotions or feelings, whether it's with friends, your spouse, um, on a consistent basis. If you're not doing that, you're not really making progress. It's like you're walking a marathon. Yeah. One step at a time. Whereas what you're able to do is it just cuts to the chase and it really doesn't take years and years and years. It's just, let's get in, let's get some things figured out, reshuffled, and through that, you're actually transforming yourself. um, And you can see dramatic amounts of change in such a short amount of time. I love doing, personally, one of the businesses I do, we do immersion events. And so that's like a Tony Robbins thing, three days, 16 to 18 hours a day. And you just really get through to somebody because the way I do it, you're doing it from the inside out. I'm doing a lot from the outside in, Mm -hmm. um, which is a Tony way, but it's effective as well. But it's really like what you do in a matter of like an hour, an hour and a half, I do in three days. But then like we talked about before, there also is the follow-up as well. And I think someone like yourself, someone like me, there's too much life to experience. There's too much good we can do. There's too much love we can give to have to just go through the grind day in and day out. And that's the biggest thing about therapy that I'm not a big fan of is just why not fix people quickly? Yeah. Um, rather than just pushing it out and, and providing right. something. Yeah. I think it's important to be able to feel your feelings and access them because um, some people are so challenged in that area and they experience a lot of numbness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing is like, I don't even, one of my biggest challenges, especially recently was like, how do I even love myself? I don't even know what that feels like. <laughs> they say, just love yourself. Just love yourself. Well, how, how can you do something that you don't even know how to do? And so by meditating, following Dispenza's practices, following the things that you've taught me, getting out of my head and into my heart, once you start practicing that, it's like any other muscle. You just got to keep getting the reps in, keep working it out. And then miraculously, one day you're like, I know how that feels. Beautiful. I know how to love feels. I know how to love myself. So beautiful. And so I appreciate um, everything you've done for me personally, because being able to feel certain feelings now and when I tell myself, okay, just love yourself, show yourself grace. I know how to do it now. Wow. Beautiful. And it's only taken, well, shoot, I've been doing this for, for a bit now, but it didn't take more than a matter of weeks to, to, build that muscle up. Nice. And so, um, yeah, it's, um, it's incredible. Fantastic. So nice. Yeah. So bad. Well, I'm so grateful you're here. I'd love for you to also share your, um, you know, how can people reach you? Uh, you have an event that you host, you have podcasts. Well, there's a lot like you said, yeah, there's, there's always a lot going on. Um, superhero by design. Is the podcast. You can also go to the website, superherobydesign.com. Uh, right now, for a short time, I wrote a book, also aptly named Superhero by Design. 
and they can go on, download a free ebook. It just asks for your name and email address and all of that. So I can you know, start sending you newsletters and just what's going on. As far as the events themselves, uh, it's called Mission Mindset Adventure. Mm-hmm. It's with a buddy of mine who invited me to Dispensa mm-hmm. originally. Uh, him and I partnered up and we do these crazy adventures like hike the Grand Canyon, go hike in Colorado up a 14er. And we do a lot of mindset work, but also a lot of physical stuff work. Big David Goggins hand. So we are big believers in pushing ourselves physically to also be able to heal ourselves. And recently gotten into ice baths. It's tremendous. Yes. There is always going to be an ice bath around when, when you hang out with us. Uh, it gets, when you get in the zone, it's a delicious experience. Yeah. If you had told me uh, three years ago, I would be loving ice baths, I would think you were insane. Right. right? Yeah. But I started with cold showers and that's a great way to start. And then I did my first three minute one. Yep. Um, and um, I found that I was, uh, I just did seven minutes and 47 degrees and then loved it so much. I went out to buy 56 yep. pounds of ice, threw it in my, my bathtub and stayed in there for 13 minutes. And once you get in the zone, it's like, it's this delicious centeredness. Mm-hmm. And I, I just go through the chakras and I love hanging out in the pineal gland. I can just feel my pineal gland. Oh, it's crazy. I, I haven't done meditations like that. Oh, him nice about the and and it you know that ice is a great teacher. It it brings you right to the present. Nanosecond. Oh yeah, <laughs> Last time I did this for the first time. Last time I did an ice bath, and I actually submerged myself completely. Got my head under there. Um, I believe one of the guys I was with gave me like a star bowl or something like that. Wow. Um, at a center is a whole different experience. It was so. Call me. Wow. And so, man, well, like it just, you get under there and you hear pretty much nothing. Wow. And it, it really didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. And I just stayed under there breathing through the snorkel. So you can stay under there. Cause it was wintertime here and it was like, you know, below zero yeah. outside. Yeah. I washed my hair in the cold water. Geez, yeah. And it was painful. <laughs> So kudos on you. That's so amazing that you did that. Yeah. No, it, it was um, it was quite the experience. One one of the goals I have, and I saw this at a Tony event, is some guy jumped off a boat. He was attached with a line and all that in case he passed out. But he uh, swam in in the Arctic water. Yeah, and that is that is on my bucket list. And like you said, a couple of years ago, I would have thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm for wanting to do something like that. But there's just something truly amazing about experiencing things like that. And also understanding through something like that, how powerful and gifted our bodies are and our minds. Vim Hof loves to say, let your body do what it was designed to do. Yeah. And God bless him for, you know, helping science again and understand what happens physiologically in the body. I mean, I, they injected him with salmonella and he didn't even get a fever. Yeah. I mean, how crazy is that? And Joe Dispenza, oh my gosh, the results that they're getting in terms of what is happening to the immune system and the blood and the brain waves. And it's the scientists are just so excited. They're like, we've never seen any. There, there are no drugs that do this. Yeah. Wim Hof also did that with students. He prepped them for 20 minutes. Inexperienced students, 20 minutes of prep work. 
and they did the same thing and they showed very similar results with their immune system boosting. I don't know if they did the salmonella. He's done a couple different experiments, um, but it might have been the salmonella actually. Great, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like you know these preachers that would get you know they they play with poisonous snakes or get bitten. That's like if they were totally in state. Yeah, I don't think it affected them. No. Well, Tony Robbins with the fire walking, I mean, right? Hey, you get okay. Eight, I'm going to walk out cold. Okay, I did Tony Robbins firewalks back in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> and I invited him to come and speak to my class at UCLA, and he did. I actually wrote a paper on the firewalks for my uh, for my class. Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, so that's super exciting too. I I once did a uh, hundred feet uh, freshly raked. Oh, that's that's awesome. And they, ra- they raked it right before I walked, and I'm like, all right, Terry, you know how to do this. And I just went right into zone. I didn't feel a thing. You know, and if you don't do it right, you will burn your feet. Because well, I've done it incorrectly. That's that's the amazing thing. And I'm a big I'm say I've mentioned this, I'm a big Christian. There's a great show that's out right now called The Chosen, which is about the gospel and and the apostles and all of that. And I hate to ruin it for everybody, but they do the walking on water scene in one of the episodes and so jesus is walking on the water but then he calls uh simon peter to walk on the water as well and he says keep your eyes on me stay focused on me and he comes out he's like if you have faith you can walk on water too so he does he starts walking on the water and jesus keeps saying keep your eyes on me keep your eyes on me keep your faith and then halfway through, he starts looking around because it's during a storm and he starts to freak out and he yeah. falls in the water. So like with the firewalk, things like that, like. Well, that was my error. I looked down at the fire and my brain got the message, you're on hot coals. Yeah. But if you just pay no attention to it, like it's not even there, like the board breaking. Yeah. You know, all those experts, they're not focused on the board, they're focused past the board. Yeah. And that's kind of the key. We've talked about leverage, we're talking in subconscious mind. If the subconscious is focused past the obstacle, which really might not even be there at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> I I just the thing I got, one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten recently from working with you and, and dispense of all of that is like whatever reality we want to create in our lives. We just have to focus on that reality yeah, and it will come true. Yeah. And that was the biggest, that was like um, such a- uh, Focus vibrationally. Yeah. It's, it was not a mental function, although that might be the driver. Right. It's a whole beingness function. Oh yeah. And, and it's it, a frequency function. Yeah. Joe's always talking about. Yeah. And it obviously there's a mind component, but there's also a heart component of it as well. And it just, it's so beautiful to- just go through these things and get everything in sync and yeah, just lining up the energy. Yeah. Trust me, at, at the dispensa of that, that thing he talks about with the bioelectric where you're just, yeah. your whole body flushes with yeah. this insane amount of energy because everything's um, harmonizing in uh, together. Yeah. That happened to me twice. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had stuck a, a fork in an outlet. Now I knew you had the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I was like vibrating and shaking. It was so cool. It's like, oh, right, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. And and once you experience something like that, because trust me, the first time I was fearful, I was like, what is going on? This is not normal. This is not natural. Um, but the second time I knew what was going to happen, I was, I was more experienced at that point. And I just, what they say? Release, let go. 
And so I did the second time and I just let it flow through my body. The craziest thing is just to feel that amount of energy flowing through your body. And it does all the time. We just tune it out. We just turn it down. Yeah. It once again, just shows how powerful we are, how, you know, a lot of people talked about infinite beings. I honestly believe we are. God created us in his image and we have the power to heal. We have not only ourselves, but other people. We have all of these powers that we've just lost over the right. millennia. Right. And so just coming back to it, it's what he does, what all these people do isn't anything new. Yeah, that's it. But at the same time, it's like we have to keep reteaching ourselves. That's like the biggest mystery of the world, right? We get born as babies. Not everything is wiped and we're, we won't go down that rabbit hole right now, but for the most part, we have to relearn a lot of these things Yeah, or just reteach ourselves what we are now. Or you put your attention and she goes, results show. And that's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Matt, I literally could talk to you for a week. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Of course. And we will see you on the next episode of the Next Level Dealing. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Next Level Healing. Please like, subscribe, and let us know how this helped you. How can it be even more life-changing? We love hearing from you. And if you're eager to upgrade your life, click the button here or go to consultterra.com and get your free customized GPS map. Get the coordinates for where you are now and where you want to go. Clients consistently report it's faster and easier than they thought possible. Remember, you were meant for more, and it is available to you. See you right here next week for our next episode. <laughs>